Welcome to Creative Biolabs Science Channel. Creative Biolabs is a specialized contract research organization supporting mRNA studies with all-round solutions covering mRNA synthesis, modification, and mRNA therapeutics development. With an unwavering pursuit of innovation and lifelong learning, we keep on producing podcast series related to mRNA technology based on our knowledge and practical experience gained through years of exploration in this area. Subscribe to our channel and keep updated with our podcasts. Good evening, dear friends. Thank you for joining us again. During our last program, we talked about the coupling of peptide ligands of different hormone and growth factor receptors with siRNA, which is expected to systematically target the siRNA of specific cell populations. In addition, David explained that the second strategy to enhance the binding of siRNA to specific cells and enhance its biodistribution is to use chemical modification. Moreover, RNA aptamers can be used to deliver siRNA to human cells. Today, David will tell us more about the transcriptional targeting of siRNAs. Great to have you here with us again, David. Thank you for your invitation. I'm very excited to be here. Let's continue our discussion. Since the most commonly used transfer agent can be imported into all cell types, the transfer agent or short hairpin RNA expression must be specific. Targeting RNA is more than simple molecular recognition. As we have discussed before, a short synthetic siRNA double strand can be transfected into cells and has become a valuable tool for analyzing gene function. However, the silence effect is temporary. What measures need to be taken to avoid this problem? So several research groups have developed RNA interference DNA expression vectors that express short hairpin siRNA in human cells under the control of RNA polymerase 3 or Pol2 promoters. Up till now, the Pol3 promoter is most frequently used because it can express small RNA with siRNA structural characteristics. Although the short hairpin RNA vector is widely used as a strategy for gene function analysis, does the current siRNA vector have limitations? Right, there are three main defects. First, siRNA expression cannot be controlled in a time or tissue-specific manner. Because Pol3 promoter is inherently active in all mammalian cells, it is more difficult to regulate the expression of Pol3 promoter than Pol2 promoter. Secondly, each promoter expressed only one siRNA sequence. Finally, the constitutive expression of siRNAs may block the cytoplasmic transport of microRNAs. And we know that microRNAs are a new class of non-coding small RNAs with important biological functions. Are any of these limitations shown in experiments? A recent study reported the death of mice due to the competition between short hairpin RNAs and microRNAs to limit cytokines such as Exportin-5. I've heard that in addition to sequence-specific inhibition of targeted genes, siRNAs may also have a harmful off-target effect on healthy cells. What does it mean? Transcriptional profiling studies have shown that double-stranded siRNA may silence multiple genes rather than target genes. Therefore, a controllable expression system of short hairpin RNA is urgently needed. In order to overcome this potential problem, regulated H1 and U6 expression vectors have been developed. 
For example, I remember a group has designed a doxycycline-regulated form of the H1 promoter to drive the expression of siRNAs against beta-catenine in colorectal cancer. How well do these modified promoters perform in the application of disease treatment? Although these modified promoters provide important insights into the regulation of siRNA expression, they do not limit the expression of short hairpin RNA in pathogenic cells. So their application in gene therapy is limited. Are there any methods that can be used to just target pathogenic cells, not healthy cells? One way to do it is to place short hairpin RNA under the control of promoter, which is only transcriptionally active in pathogenic cells such as cancer cells, rather than normal cells. Do you know what kind of theoretical knowledge this method is based on? Based on the results of some studies, which show that many genes are only or mainly expressed in cancer cells. In addition, the transcriptional targeting of a variety of promoters in cancer gene therapy has been evaluated, including prostate-specific antigen promoter in prostate cancer and tyrosinase gene promoter in melanoma. Can you list a common gene that is only expressed in cancer cells? Among the genes preferentially expressed in tumors, survivin is a perfect candidate because it is expressed in many human cancer types, but not in normal adult tissues. But how do we test whether survivin promoter can express siRNA in cancer cells? To test it, we first amplify the promoter sequence by polymerase chain reaction, and then modify the sequence to allow the cloning of short hairpin RNA. When the siRNA targeting GFP is expressed under survivin promoter, the target gene could be inhibited only in cancer cells, but not in normal cells, which can confirm the specificity of the designed promoter. And this process was already done by scientists. Recently, an RNA interference vector was described, in which the synthetic siRNA was expressed under the prostate-specific antigen promoter. Interestingly, the decrease in gene expression is achieved in a tissue-specific and hormone-dependent manner. Compared with the improved U1 and U6 vectors, do these two methods have advantages? Definitely they do. First, siRNA can only or preferentially express in cancer cells. Second, siRNA can express a single long transcript similar to the microRNA primary transcript, allowing several siRNAs to be generated from each surviving promoter. It is worth noting that the optimized tissue-specific short hairpin RNA expression promoter is expected to promote the therapeutic application of siRNA. How is the killing effect of long double-stranded RNA in the control of surviving gene? As we discussed earlier, long double-stranded RNAs frequently expressed in virus-infected cells activate several antiviral cellular pathways leading to cell death. Therefore, under the control of surviving promoter, these nonspecific effects of long double-stranded RNA as death-inducer can selectively kill cancer cells by expressing long double-stranded RNA. Is there any experimental data to support this conclusion? So far there is only preliminary data. The expression of survivin gene was blocked, in this study, by long double-stranded RNA that targets survivin messenger RNA. It triggers interferon pathway, resulting in enhanced cell function. Is this method, you know, to explore the specificity of survivin promoter, suitable for any gene? Well, it is too early to say at this point. We are evaluating the possibility of intravitreal injection of vascular endothelial growth factor-specific siRNA 
for macular degeneration and inhalation of siRNA for respiratory syncytial virus infection. Other encouraging cases of local goal setting are also described. In addition to peptides and antibodies, they can also be targeted by local administration, such as intraocular injection and inhalation, intratumoral injection. We are again coming to the end of the episode. So to conclude, today, we discussed the research on the recognition of targeted ligands for cancer cells. The development of ligand-targeted therapy will help us to improve the therapeutic effect and reduce the side effects of siRNAs. Thank you for your insightful introduction David. Thank you everyone for listening. We will see you next time.